Now it's a very familiar portion of scripture, but I want to just take out a few thoughts that I think will be important for us today. Firstly, when the lady came to Jesus, she brought her best. Amen? That means, and everybody knew that it was her best because they were able to quantify the value. They, they said the value of it was equivalent to a year's wages. Amen. So you know it wasn't cheap. It was quite valuable and quite expensive. So, so, so we understand that she brought her best. But the second thing was she did was she broke it. That means she didn't neatly take off the cap, pour a little bit, keep the rest. The, next, the second thing she did was she used it all. The problem is that when we, many of us have good intentions to give God our best, but between our intention and doing it, yeah. reason comes in and we change what we want to do. I do not know whether that has ever happened to you. When you purpose in your heart, you're gonna do something for the Lord and after a while you reasoned it and then you found a reason to do less than what you originally planned. I want you to understand the original plan was the correct plan. Yeah. Yeah. The second one was a backup plan, not yeah. God's plan. Yeah. 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 Amen. So when you go, when, when you want to give God, give God your best yes. and give God all. Oh, yes. Don't hold anything back. Amen. The, if, when you purpose in your heart to do this, there's certain things that is going to happen. Yeah. But then, the, lady, the, 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 the third lesson we can learn here is do what we can do. God never asks you to do something you cannot do. Do what you can do. That means, whatever God has enabled you to do, you do that. That's what God is going to begin to bless. Amen? So your, your assignment, your task may be different from somebody else's. But the lady wasn't prepared to let anyone distract her from doing what she could do. Yeah. Don't let anyone distract you from doing what you can do for the Lord. And when you do something for the Lord, do your best. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. You see the, the measurement here. God shifted the measurement. Nobody else is the standard. It's only between you and God. Yeah. You become the standard. Yeah. Because there's an assignment and you fulfill that assignment that God has given you. Then the, 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 the next point is, do all you can do. God doesn't expect you to do any more than what he's equipped you to do. Use the resources he has given you and whatever God has called you to do, he will provide what you need to do it. Amen. So you do all you can do. You do what you can do. And then the last one is do it now. Amen. That means don't wait. The problem is that some of us are waiting for somebody else to tell us someone else to do it. No, 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 you do it now. You see the problem when we wait to do something is we change our mind after a little while. But you do it now. You do what God is telling you and you do it now. Amen. So I want to encourage you. There's some lessons here. But you know, I, I looked at it and there was another lesson that I, I thought was very, very important. In verses 4, the question they asked, why this waste of perfume? They saw her good intentions as a waste. Because they saw the value and they said, we can do something else with this yeah. money. Yeah. We can do something else. The, this thing is so valuable that with that money, we can do so many, many other things. Yeah. And they said, what a waste. You see, other people do not know why you're doing what you're doing. So don't wait for them to validate what you're doing. You do what God has told you to do. Amen. Others may see it as a waste. But you know it's your breaking. Yes. Come on. Amen. Yeah. Others may see it as a waste. Yeah. But you see it as, as what God has said. When, when you honor God, God will honor you. Amen. So this is very, very important. The, 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 the whole aspect of it is that, you know what they were saying? On who was she pouring the perfume? You see, sometimes, some people are only happy when you honor them. Yeah. 
When the honor is not for them, they see it as a waste. Check your heart. This is important. So they, they, they go in and, 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 and when they, Jesus said, and this is important for you to, to also look at, is that even if, if some, when, when you are honoring, and when, when, when you're honoring God, you bring your best, and God will receive it. Amen. Let's just bow our heads together. Father, we come before you. This morning, we've been challenged to give off our best. Give that which begins to, to bring greatest glory and honor to you. So, Father, we bless you. Today, even as we come into your presence, let us give it our all. Not just a little bit, not just a fragment, but we're giving our all. We're laying our all at your feet. Father, we understand that you, O oh God, will receive our sacrifice. You will receive our all today. And when you receive it, Lord, let it come before you as a sweet-smelling savor. Let it come before you as a sweet-smelling aroma. Father, I pray today, in our worship, we're giving our all. In, in our lives, we're giving our all. Father, we're bringing our best to you. And so we pray today, receive it. Even as we worship, as we gather together, we declare an open heaven over this house and over the lives of your people. Minister to us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 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 Well, welcome to all of you, amen, that is here, those joining us online. God bless you, amen. Let's worship God together. God has got something great for you in store. Amen. God bless. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, let's say when praises go up, blessings come down. Amen. We serve a God and all things are possible, not just some things. Amen. And we got to believe this morning that He's here with us. Amen. Come on. Oh, oh, oh. All things. All things are possible.
fighting our battles. He's roaring with power this morning. God is in control over all things. I want to show you that right now. No matter what you're facing, know that God's with you. Amen. He's breaking those chains. He goes before you, behind you, and he's beside you right now.
Jesus right now is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Oh, He's blood that breaks the chains. Oh, He's blood that heals. Oh, He's blood that delivers. Jesus is alive. And Jesus reigns right now. Oh, we exhort you today. Because you are worthy. 
right now you may be in this place or you may be listening to us. And there may be an area in your life you're trusting God for. Would you just even just utter it to the Lord? Just say to the Lord, this is what I'm trusting you for in this year. The Bible says if you ask, you will receive. The Bible says if you lack anything, ask. And the Father which is in heaven will give it to you. Now, Father, let's move over the lives of your people in a supernatural way. We thank you for the entrance of your word brings light and life. And so we pray that even as we gather around your word, speak to us. We ask this in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. And amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Thanks to the worship team. Amen. That's why, okay. There's a little science lesson. That's why when you take a sponge and you put it in water, that which surrounds it all of a sudden gets into the sponge. So it moves from a place of lower concentration to a place of higher concentration. So I speak today that God is going to begin to move over your life. Yeah. So if you came in with less faith, yes. there's faith enough here to begin to fill you up. Yeah. Amen. 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 If you came here with... with, with, with with the less fire of God, you'll leave here with more fire of God. Amen. Yeah. This is our prayer for you. Amen. Well, we thank God that we we, we starting off the year that the, the month of July or oh, oh, January. So July. I'm in July. <laughs> I know why I'm in July. Amen. But I'm in I'm in January now. I just you know this this transverse. I was a little had a Philip experience. You know the Lord moved him from one place to another. Amen. But we in January and and this is our first fruits month. Amen. And so besides us preparing our first fruits offering, and I'll speak to you more about that, but it's a, a, it's a month of first things, amen, first. And so we're going to start our fasting the following week on the 17th, amen. So we're going to have a 21-day fast, amen, and uh, you can join us, amen, and we're going to eat vegetables and abstain from all the luxuries, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And this is a corporate fast, hallelujah. That means, I, I didn't, I'm scared to say Daniel fast. Because, you know, the people said that Daniel fasted till the Lord answered. For some of you, you may say three days in, you may say the Lord answered faster. I'm over now, the rest of you carry on, you know? Amen, so, so we're going to be fasting. Amen, we're going to do vegetables and, and fruit and all of those nice things. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And the church said, Amen. 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 And those that, that need more faith said, Amen. <laughs> Amen. The Lord, may the Lord just show up, Amen, on our behalf. Amen. So we give you, we just give God praise. So just remember from the 17th, we start our 21 day fast, and we'll speak to you more about it in the coming days. If you got your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Romans. And I just want to read a portion of scripture there. I want to speak to you today about the peace of God, amen, and having the peace of God. And I believe that the peace of God is able to establish, to keep our hearts and our minds stayed on Him, amen. The Bible says this, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. The kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking. That means it's not about that which nourishes just the flesh. But it's about righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And this is important for us. I want to speak today on the kind of peace that only comes from God. Not the peace that the world gives. The Bible says, God says, I give you a peace. In John chapter 14, verses 27, he says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Amen. He says, Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let it be afraid. The peace I leave with you, and my peace I give to you, I do not give you the peace that the world gives. That means the Bible is making distinction between the kind of peace that is in the world and the kind of peace that is in God. Amen. And I pray today that you would operate out of the place 
of knowing the peace of God. Now peace is one of the most sought after wisdom keys. You can have all the wealth in the world, but if you have no peace, it's not of no value. You can have, you can enjoy, or you can be in the best environments, enjoying the best sights in the world. You can be living in the best and the most plush accommodation, but if you have no peace, you would not enjoy it. You can be wearing the best clothing, you can be enjoying the greatest successes, but if you have no peace, it's of no value to you. Amen? So peace is a very, very important commodity. The reality is that if you look, if you do a Google search on, on the amount of books that have been written about peace, there are so many books that have been written about peace, and yet the world is still in pursuit of peace. But the reality is God has said that by peace that I give to you, not as the world gives. So if you're using worldly principles to exact peace, you won't experience peace. The peace can only be experienced in Christ. Amen? You can only experience it. Now, the Bible says it like this. My peace, I, I, I leave with you. My peace, I give to you. That means you have available to you the peace of God. All you have to do is appropriate that peace for yourself. Now, this is a very, very important uh, challenge to many of us is that we sometimes lose our peace easily. And I want you to live a life of having the God kind of peace. That means it must be lived from the inside out and not the outside in. What do I mean? When you are expecting to have, enjoy peace only when everything around you is peaceful, you will never have peace. Yeah. But the peace that God gives you is from the inside out. That means what is downloaded by God into your spirit, into your life. And when you have that peace, you can be like Jesus in a boat in the midst of a storm, fast asleep, while others are fending for their lives. And they come to him and say, don't you care? They didn't realize there was a secret he was operating in. Rather than asking him, don't you care that we perish? Yeah. They should have said, what is the secret that makes you peaceful when every, all of us is thinking about how to sustain life? The challenge is that if you're going to think your job is going to give you peace, it won't. If you're going to think your family is going to give you peace, no, no they going to take away every sense of peace. But it's, uh, you've got to understand your peace cannot be determined by external factors. It has to be, uh, be a gift from the Lord and it must be established in your spirit and in your life first. Yeah. Amen? Amen? So that's why the Bible says, my peace I leave with you. That means he says, I'm going and I'm going to return, but I leave my peace with you. Yeah. He is the Prince of Peace. Amen. Everlasting power. Mighty God. Counselor. Great I am. Amen. So he is the Prince of Peace. And then he says, my peace I give to you. So what's the challenge? If God has given you peace, it's for you to receive that peace. Not the world kind of peace. Amen. And then he says, do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not let it be afraid. So if you, if you are just being troubled all the time, and if you are just having fear all the time, then you've got to begin to say, am I allowing the peace of God in my life? Amen. Now, the Bible doesn't say there's going to be no trouble. And the Bible is not, is not saying there's going to be no worry. And the Bible is not saying there's going to not going to be anything that will make you fearful. But he's saying, the word of God is saying, do not be troubled. I've given you my peace already. Amen. So God gave you the solution before the problems even came. So today I want to talk to you about how do I establish how do I grow in this peace? Because our theme for the year is growing in grace, wisdom, and stature. Amen? So how do I grow in this peace? Because there's going to come some situations in your life, at your workplace, wherever you're dealing with. Because in life, you're going to have things that will challenge peace. Amen? Amen? Yeah. Amen? Yeah. 
even though, it, it, so don't, don't, don't be defeatist. Now, I, I, I say this because there's some things, principles that is important for us to grow in peace. The first way you grow in peace is by praying about everything. Amen. Now, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7 says, the Bible says, do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. Amen. It says, do not worry about anything. So, say it after me. I am not going to worry, I am not going to worry. about anything. About anything. <laughs> Some of you need to say it. You know, you know, it's like when uh, when we used to do, uh, you know, mischief at school. Yeah. They say right hundred times on the wall. <laughs> I won't do this again. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and 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 so you have to write it on the chalkboard. But now I, I want you to to know, do not worry about anything. Mm -hmm. But in everything, yeah. say everything. Everything. By prayer and supplication and with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to the Lord. Amen. Everything in prayer. Not some things. Not only the things I cannot handle. Amen. Some of you are, are, are schooled and receive an education in certain fields and you feel, I can handle this. No, no, no. In everything. With prayer. And supplication. What supplication? Supplication is making your, your needs and your requests known. That's what supplication is. Thanksgiving is, is you thanking God for what he has done. So there is a difference between prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? Some of us confuse prayer with supplications. Some of you only come to God with a grocery list. Yeah. <laughs> Amen? We got, we got, Lord, I need this. Lord, I want this. Lord, give me this. Lord, do this for me. Amen? Now, how many of you uh, parents... Like when your children, every time your children come to you, I want this. I need this. I know they already do it, but after a while, what happens? When they start walking in your direction, you start to walk away. Why? Because you say, this one is only coming for what they can get. Right? So I pray that even in the Bible says there should be an area in your prayer life where you will learn how to adore God, appreciate Him, thank Him for who He is, what He's done for you. Thank you for who, uh, for, for all that He has shown up in your life. Amen? So there is that prayers unto the Lord, acknowledging His personal, acknowledging how He's shown up as Jireh, acknowledging how He's shown up as Jehovah Rapha, the God that healed. So this is important. As Jehovah said, oh, hey, the Lord of hosts that has protected you. Amen? And the Bible says this, it says, and the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. Powerful. It says, in, in everything, by prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, bring it to the Lord. But this, the next point of it, it says, and the peace of God that goes beyond understanding will keep your hearts and your minds stayed on it. This is very, very important. Your heart and your mind will be stayed on it. That means your heart is your emotions, your mind is your thoughts, amen, your will. The Bible says he will keep you in perfect peace whose hearts and minds are stayed on him. That means today, I do not want you to be moved by your emotions. Just not move by your feelings. Not just move by your thoughts. But let God begin, the God of peace, keep your heart and mind stayed on Him. Amen? So today, the first thing is, if you want to enjoy the peace of God, bring everything to God in prayer. The second part of it is, how do I enjoy the peace of God? I watch what I think. I watch what I focus. I watch what I feed my mind with. Amen? Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 and 9 says this. Finally, brethren, whatsoever is true, whatsoever is honorable, whatsoever is just, whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is pleasing, whatsoever is commendable, if there be any excellence, if there be anything praiseworthy, think on these things. 
Keep on doing the things that you have learned, received, heard, and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. Amen. So how do I establish peace? I learn how to practice peace. How do I practice peace? Is there I begin to come to the place of finally, brethren, whatsoever is true, whatsoever is honorable. That means I'm teaching how do I ensure peace in my life, in my in my family, in my home. I focus on the things that brings honor, glory to God in my life. Amen. That means I, I think I focus on the things that is good. Now, Annie and I were having a discussion yesterday. We just took a drive, and 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 and, and, and as we were coming back, uh, you know, she was getting some messages from some some people, and I said to her, just focus on a few things. And I said, I said that the aspect of this is that sometimes what you start to feed your mind is going to come into your life. Amen. Now we know if you're looking for for difficulties and if you are looking for challenges, there's enough in the world. If you're looking for problems, I mean, we know there's challenges with the persecuted church. We know there are challenges in the world. There are, there, there are challenges in our community. There's challenges in South Africa. All of those things, right? Yeah. But if you're gonna only, you know, some people only WhatsApp you those things. So I'm saying. Send back them this message. Whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things are honorable, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are pleasing, if there be anything praiseworthy, think on these things. Yeah. Why? If you want to bring peace in your life, you've got to think about the things that bring peace in your life. Yeah. Amen? The second thing is, on your thoughts is don't think about the things that could have happened and should have happened. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Focus on the things that are happening. Yeah. This is the way you bring peace into your life because every day you you, you know you, you you go and you think oh this could have happened and that could have happened you know your, your, your child does this at school and you say oh they they play with their bicycle and they do a funny trick. You know, the kids like to do these things with skateboards and whatever. And if you do this thing, this could happen and that should happen. What happens? The reality is that nothing happened. But you have lost your peace because you're now wondering and focusing on what could have happened. And you spend more time on what could have happened rather than focusing on what is happening. You get on, you got only control over what is happening. You got no control over what could happen. And you got no assurity that what could happen would happen. Yeah. You know, that's how you think, so I'm yeah. talking how you think, right? But 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 the reality is that believe this. You see, this is what steals our peace. When we focus on the thing on other things around us. Because I want you to understand the world that we live in is it's challenging. And there's many things that could go wrong, but we thank God they didn't. Amen? Amen. So I want you to go into the world believing and trusting God that God is the God of peace. So think on the things that bring peace into your life. Amen? Some of us uh, got, got various challenges because we, we miss out there. But then the third thing is receive the gift of peace. Jesus said, my peace I leave with you my peace I give you, not as the world gives. Amen? So peace is a gift from the Lord. All you have to do is accept it. All you have to do is claim it. Amen? So this morning you have to accept it and claim it. Now that's a gift. Now your, your peace cannot be determined by just saying, Hey, pastor, you know when I have, when I have all this money, I'm then going to have peace. A lot of people say, you know, if I have my own house, I have my own car, I have this, I have that, and money in the bank, and I'm just chilling, I don't have to worry about anything. No, no, then, then I'm going to have peace, right? There was an interview, one of the, 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 the TV hosts was doing an interview with Jim Carrey. You all know Jim Carrey, right? The comedian, and he, he was acting, and, and she was doing a, a life story on him about how he came from a very difficult background and how God, uh, well, how he became successful. And he comes to that and she asks him a question 
and she says, you know, you, we, we know you started off poor and, uh, and, you made, and you worked hard and you now built a very successful career. And she asks him, so now that you have a lot of money, are you happy? And Jim Carrey laughed and he responded like this. He said, anyone who thinks money can make you happy has not yet got enough money. So what he was saying is that if you think money is going to make you happy, when you get it, you realize something that is not going to make you happy. Amen? So you've got to determine that there is a gift of peace that comes from God. Amen? And when God gives it that to you, then you're going to enjoy the blessings and the grace of the Lord. So this is the, the good news is that true peace is not hard to get. All you have to do is accept it from the Lord. Amen? Now Psalms chapter 4 verses 8 says it like this. I will both lie down and sleep in peace. For you, O Lord, make me to lie down in safety. Psalm 4.8 I will lie down and sleep in peace because you, O Lord, make me lie down in safety. I want you to know that God is concerned about you, about your safety and your covering. And God is saying to you, you're going to walk in perfect peace because he is watching over you. Perfect peace also casts, and perfect love casts out fear. I want you to understand, when you are at peace, fear got no hold over your life. Yeah. Amen? And we, we know one of the greatest challenges that all of us deal with is fear. Fear when we don't have. Fear when we do have. Fear about losing what we have. Fear of not getting. Fear of not being progressing. Fear of not getting work. Fear of you know, many things challenge our, our lives. So I pray today that God, the Bible says he will keep him in perfect peace whose heart and mind is stayed on him. I want you to, to understand this. Sometimes some of us, because we're going through so, so many things, we're looking for peace, we try to find it in different things. This is why we have so many challenges, social challenges, family challenges. People are looking for peace. They're just looking for, just to have that, 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 that sense in their mind that everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Amen. I pray today that as children of God, when we receive the God of peace, everything else will fall into place. Amen. Amen. The last point that I want to share with you today is that you learn how to practice peace. Amen. Philippians chapter 4 verse 9 says, he says, Keep on doing the things that you have learned, received, and heard, and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. That means, when you want to experience peace, practice peace. That means, what does the word say? What you have learned, what you have received, what you have seen, practice that. That means, the, the, the greatest example and ultimate model of peace is Jesus Christ himself. Amen? And in this, we've got to understand that He is watching over us. So let the God of peace watch over our hearts, our lives, and our minds. Amen? And I want you to understand this. That's why the Bible says God is watching over every area of our lives. Hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 says, We are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. God is watching over us. God is keeping us. And I pray that God will watch over you even throughout everything that you do. Amen? God gave David peace with his enemies, watched over Moses, Joseph, Peter, Paul, the apostles. All of those were examples for us. Paul, even through all of his persecution, through all of his hardships, he says that I may know him. Never look, once looked at the difficulties in life and said, Lord, I turn my heart away from how can this happen to me? You know when you're in peace because you're not complaining because life sometimes gives you challenges. That's when you've got the peace of God. So may the peace of God be in your life. May you be established, rooted, and grounded 
in God. Amen. Let's just bow our heads to, today. I pray today that God will, will, will give you the peace of God over your life in every area of your life. Amen. What does, what does the word shalom mean? It means nothing lost, nothing broken. The favor of the Lord. Amen. Over your life. The peace of God over your life. I speak the shalom of God over your life. This year, this year, may God be the God, Jehovah Shalom, to you. Nothing lost, nothing broken. You're going to go through some things, but God is going to bring you out of it stronger with his hand of covering. And I speak today, may the hand of covering of God be upon you. Some of you are going into the year. You may be going into your work year. Some of you may be going into your schooling year. Some of you going into uh, into this year and you're saying, God, I, I really need you. So I'm praying that God will give you the will give you peace. Peace over decisions and choices uh, that you would, you would make every day. That peace over financial decisions. Peace over family decisions and relationship decisions. Peace over your spiritual growth. That you will have the peace of God. And you will never be anxious. You will never make the decisions or choices out of un under pressure or without the guidance of the Lord. Because I want you to know the Bible says the kind of peace he gives you, not like the world. It's a peace that has a guarantee. A peace that says, I'm with you. I'm going to watch over you. So Father, we give you, we give you glory, honor, and praise. For you are a faithful God. And there is nothing too hard for you. I pray over the lives of people today that you will be the God of peace. You will be the God of comfort. You will be the God of strength. And I pray that they will grow for the, for the principles of the kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Let them enjoy that level of living. Let them enjoy that God kind of peace. But God, not, not, not that is temporal. That which is not just fleeting. Not that which is dependent on man or any other, uh, 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 other uh, you know, thing. But they will come to the place where their peace is because they are stayed and their, their, their faith and their hope is in you. So we give you the praise, the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.